Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So we talked about this some yesterday as the Russians announced they're pulling out of Kherson and the number of headlines, because I was looking for a lot of information on this yesterday. All the headlines said roughly the same thing. It's the biggest setback for Putin since the war started, or at least since he tried to go into Kiev. Uh, it's a disaster for the Russian military. We thought we ought to talk to somebody about how big a deal this is. Indeed, and Mike Lyons, military analyst, joins us. Mike served with various military organizations, both the U.S. and Europe, uh, throughout his career, uh, and is a well-known commentator on a number of networks, uh, etc. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. Great to be with you this morning. Thank you. It's great to have you. What was your reaction to the news that uh, it was announced on high that the Russians were withdrawing from Kherson? Well, I think actually Russia avoided a disaster. So what would have been a disaster is they're on the they're on the western side of the Dnepro River, and they had anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand troops on that side of the river. And I think what would have been a bigger disaster if those uh, troops surrendered. Uh, and then then you have a real Russian problem. So Russia, it looks like they're finally getting general officers that are kind of getting it, understanding the situation on the ground. So it's taken nine months. But in order to you know, kind of save the troops and fight for their day, they've got to bring them to the eastern side of that river, knowing full well that the Ukrainian military doesn't have any capability to conduct a military-type river crossing in an offensive operation. So Russia general says, we're going to save these troops, we're going to bring them back here, and now the, the long war is on for the wintertime to just kind of shut things down. So I, I think that Russia averted a disaster, and, and while it does look like defeat on their side, it, it really is going to save Russian troops for a future battle, of which you know Ukraine still just doesn't have enough men. Well, it's interesting to me how many things have happened through this whole campaign that aren't any different than if we were talking about war a thousand years ago. You know, getting yeah. to the other bank of the river before winter. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's some uh, the classic old-timey military st- stuff right there. 
Yeah, yeah. For all the technology and precision bombing and all kinds of things, it does come down to geography. And you know, army guys like myself always look at that as well, and that this is what what's what they're trying to do. And and it's 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 pretty clear uh, that you've got to save these troops to, to fight them for another day. I mean, look, Russia's going to Russia. What that means is they've got this kind of fighting in their DNA for the last hundred years and the last thousand years. They're not going to stop. They're they're going to continue to use what uh, weapons they have to, to strike deep into Kiev. They're going to continue to try to take out infrastructure. Um, you, you know, the weather, the weather in Ukraine there is not tundra. It's not Moscow. It's not this, you know, they're going to you know, like freeze them out. I, I guess I had a good analogy yesterday. I was talking to a friend of mine, and we, we said it's kind of like, uh, you know, southern Illinois, you know, Kentucky weather in the winter. And it gets cold, but it's, it's kind of survivable. So, uh, you know, there, there's not going to be this, this challenge. Ukraine can kind of sort get through this. You know, I was talking to another guy yesterday and another, uh, you know, high-ranking guy. We were talking about the, 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 where this thing's going, and it looks like, you know, Q2 of next year, at some point, these both sides will be just exhausted, and perhaps um, we'll start to negotiate. But you're not going to see Russia quit, at least uh, through the winter. Well, so just to clarify then, I think you've made this point, the withdrawal from Kherson is, should not be read as some sort of trend or sign of weakness per se. It's just a reasonably intelligent uh, strategic move. Yeah, exactly. And we want to prop up the Ukraine side. We want to obviously see them do well. They're they're on the the, the right cause for for freedom and justice. And the Russians are the bad guys here. But uh, but Russia's just doing what they have to do in order to, to fight for another day. So again, I don't look at this as a, as their defeat. And I'm sure they're not telling their their troops that they're 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 trying to make basically save twenty thousand troops because if twenty thousand troops surrender on the east side of that river, that's the disaster. That's That would be something, that would be the big victory that Ukraine then could claim. Well, I'm thinking about all the times that, you know, Grant pulled back to regroup and just, you know, kept at it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm referring to the Civil War. Um, yeah. Not uh, Ulysses S. Grant, not Hugh Grant, not Hugh Grant just Grant, to clarify. No, exactly. Okay. Um, uh, so I guess that explains why it was announced, because when I heard it yesterday, I thought, why are the Russians announcing this with... You know, um, not glee, but certainly with with such confidence. Well, I think you've explained it now. Yeah, and 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 so looking at other ways, like and normally in a regular military operation, the, the the now the Ukraine's on the offense, they would call this pursuit operations, but. But that pursuit stops at that river. They don't have that capability. They'd have to cross that river with three times the amount of men in order to have any kind of assured success to try to do that. And they, they just don't have that kind of capability. The West will continue to support them, no question about it, and that'll, that'll last for a while. But I think you're going to see a real stop in some of the fighting there in the southern region. So I find myself curious, Mike, if the United States uh, was tasked with crossing that river and doing what needed to be done, what would that look like logistically, and uh, what is it that the Ukrainians lack? Yeah, it's a great question. I think a lot of it, though, is we wouldn't put ourselves in that place because we would have now looked to taking that position across the river already. We would have prepped that, that area, and we would have tried to have cornered them before our enemy escaped. I mean, that that would have been our commander's intent, but they just, again, don't have that kind of manpower to do that. So, you know, they, they were not able to take advantage of, of something that we would have done. We would have had the capability in order to, to really surround those 20,000 troops and try to make them surrender. But now, if we had to do that, um, it would take months of planning, and it would likely not, we wouldn't do it right away either, And given our, our military um, uh, kind of what, what we do. It's, it's old-fashioned, you know, ribbon bridges. It's old-fashioned people up front, you know, getting shot at. It's old-fashioned storming the beaches at Normandy. I mean, this is, there's no kind of technology that's going to do that. It's going to take brave people in order to get out in front and face, you know, face uh, the enemy in a line of fire. Well, that's really interesting. So even if the mighty 
advanced, well-funded U.S. military were going to try to cross that river. It would take months of planning and to, to pull it off. Yeah, we probably wouldn't do it until the springtime. Wow, and interesting. We'd, we'd, we'd put people in place, and we, would, we wouldn't even try. I would like your reaction to this headline. Uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal, but I saw it a number of places. U.S. refuses advanced drones for Ukraine to avoid escalation. The Biden administration won't give Ukraine the Gray Eagles, despite pleas from Kiev and a bipartisan group of members of Congress. How do you feel about that? Are, 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 we, are we only arguing with ourselves on this whole escalation thing, or does that make sense to you? Well, no, I think we have to be careful on escalation, and we're doing everything we can to try to keep the playing field level. But we're gonna, we can't risk giving them something that Ukraine decides to pour over the border into Russia. I think that's going to, that would escalate it quickly, and that's why they still really don't have Patriots. They don't have some of the ATACMs. They don't have the, really the long-range missile systems because they believe that Ukraine would use them to attack inside of Russia. That that would trigger then Russia maybe going into the Baltic states, maybe doing something. And they're getting attributed every day, no question about that. But but they're in it for the long run. I mean, they could be like the Chinese. They, they're, they're in it for the long run. This could be two to three years at this point um, from their perspective. So I, I agree with that. I don't think we should be giving them things that, that would likely tip the balance so far in their favor or potentially be crossing that border. That's just a no-go. So listen, Mike, I know your specialty is military analysis and you're not like part of a uh, Russian uh, study think tank. But uh, mm. what's your sense based on what you've heard uh, about the the Russian home front, the uh, the domestic approval for the war, the support? And and does it matter at this point? I don't think it matters. I think um, with one hundred and sixty plus million people. Russia and 11 time zones, Russia grabs people from all over its, its, its geographies and only has to bring a couple hundred thousand of them to the battle to make a difference. And so why you've got TV reporters in Moscow and there might be protests going on there. There's places well east of that that uh, have no idea what's going on that just get told to, to, to fight for the fatherland and they can, you know, can show up there. What, what Russia should be doing right now is training divisions. They should be training Forty to 50,000 soldiers at a time. If they, if they want to win this and go back on the offensive, they're going to have to do that. Take the next six months and do that. Instead, they've been putting troops in piecemeal, one at a time or a few at a time, and it's not proven to be effective because they're not really well-trained. So uh, they still have tremendous capability, and they still have all that infrastructure. They still have all of that ready to go. And I, I don't think you're going to see this thing you know, explode from within. It's, they're going to still, it's going to go on for at least another six months, if not more. Great stuff. Really interesting. Uh, military analyst Mike Lyons there. Mike, uh, thanks so much for the time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking. 
committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.